This is The Space Shot, episode 193 for November 23rd, 2017. New Shepard and Endeavor. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. Reusability is the capability that is going to redefine space travel in the coming decades, and the tail end of 2015 saw the first two reusable rockets land for their first times. On November 23, 2015, Blue Origin successfully tested their suborbital New Shepard vehicle at their West Texas landing site. The New Shepard is a suborbital launch vehicle that can send a small capsule, which will eventually take tourists and small experimental payloads, into space for a few minutes. New Shepard briefly takes people above the Kármán line, 100 kilometers up, or about 62 miles. The videos that Blue Origin has shared of these flights and landings are exciting to watch, especially the test of the in-flight abort. The New Shepard capsule propelled itself away from the booster, an event which Blue Origin thought would destroy the booster. Incredibly enough, that booster flew through the event and ended up successfully landing, the same booster that landed on this day in 2015. I'm linking to these Blue Origin videos in the show notes and will share one of the videos from the test from 2015 on Facebook. The New Shepard launch vehicle is named after American astronaut Alan Shepard, the first American in space. New Shepard has flown six times, with six successful launches and five landings. Blue Origin and founder Jeff Bezos aren't nearly as public as SpaceX, but their achievements have been just as important. I'm hoping we will be hearing more from Blue Origin next year, specifically on their plans for sending humans into space, as well as their plans for the next generation rocket they're developing, the new Glenn. Currently, Blue Origin has not flown any astronauts, but their first crewed flight tests are planned for 2018. Blue Origin isn't the only private company planning to launch humans on missions next year. SpaceX is also planning on crewed flights. The dates for these human-rated missions for both companies have slipped, so here's to hoping 2018 is when we will see private companies finally accomplish this incredible feat. Speaking of human spaceflight, I've got one piece of shuttle and ISS history today. On November 23, 2002, the space shuttle Endeavour lifted off, a beautiful nighttime launch, I might add, to start the STS-113 International Space Station Assembly mission. The payload for this flight was one of the trusses that formed the backbone of the station. The P-1 truss, as it's called, nearly filled the cargo bay of the shuttle. These truss pieces on the ISS allow for things like solar panels, logistics containers, and other unpressurized equipment or cargo to be secured to the station. Endeavour also brought astronauts to the station and returned some to Earth as well on this flight. Six astronauts and one cosmonaut launched on the shuttle. Two cosmonauts and one American astronaut, Peggy Whitson, returned to Earth on Endeavour at the end of the mission. Expedition 6 started when astronauts brought up by Endeavour performed a change of command ceremony on the station. This ceremony has roots in naval tradition and is performed by crews whenever a new expedition begins. 
This 13-day mission also included three EVAs to install the new P-1 truss that Endeavour delivered to the station, as well as to inspect the mobile transporter, a piece of equipment that moves along the trusses on the station. It's got a blisteringly fast 1 inch per second top speed and is used to move equipment that astronauts may need during a spacewalk. The wheels that attach this mobile transporter to the station are similar to that of a suspension roller coaster that you may find at an amusement park, with wheels on top of and underneath the track. Sadly, STS-113 was the last successful shuttle flight before the Columbia disaster in 2003. Since you're here, why don't you let me know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review on iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, I'm catching up on some reading, and we have the STS-44 mission with the Space Shuttle Atlantis. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.